0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's show. This week we are looking at the subject of stretch goals and self-examination, making sure that you're on track to achieve the goals that you set yourself. Some people say this is woo-woo, some people say this is woolly. I'm going to give you some cold hard facts and some definitive strategies to help you win the game of life. See you in the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host Andrew Baxter, and as always my offsider, Mr. Mitchell Laurential.
1: Thanks for having me on the show, Mr. B. Absolute pleasure to be here. Now, jumping straight into this, there's a topic that I want to cover that may be a little bit ambiguous in terms of its nature, albeit it's very important if you're one of those people who are fairly concerned with hitting your goals, and that mm. is the notion of self-examining. So sitting down, talking about where you're at and where you need to go in order to mm. get what you want.
0: Self-examination, absolutely crucial, obviously very important from a medical point of view, but we'll focus on the personal development (laughs) side of it rather than mooch around or anatomy too much. And look, you're quite right. I think getting a very, very good gauge on on how you're performing is extremely important. Um, You know, it's one of those things we talk about the importance of having goals and having a map to get there and the goal may be the destination. But if you don't know exactly where you are on that map, any road will take you nowhere.
1: It's, it's, a, it's a really good point. I know we covered this in podcast number one for the year where we mm. sat down, say 2021, setting our goals and intentions. And it's kind of like if you're playing a footy match, you've got the goal of winning the game, mm. albeit your coach is going to give you constant feedback throughout the match to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Mm. And I think in a personal development point of view, you have to be your own yeah. coach and give yourself that feedback.
0: It, it's crucial. And, you know, we can often be our harshest critic. And that is a great attribute to have where we're always harder on ourselves then perhaps we might be on other people. And and understand, for anybody tuned into this broadcast today, if you want to rumble through life, that's great, but if you really want to get the most out of it, you have to have goals, and you have to be extremely determined not simply to hit those goals, but to go beyond them. Remember, the, the whole idea of a goal isn't to have the outcome. It's the skills and the habits that it builds in order to get that. And once you've set those skills and habits up, those behaviors up, they'll continue long past when you tick the box and say, I've got that goal. Let's say your goal is to make a million bucks. And if, you, if you're starting with a hundred grand, if you put the work in you get the million dollars, you're not gonna suddenly go, okay, that's it, I've got the million dollars. You've put the work in and now the goal will be 2 million or 5 million or 10 million. And this isn't about being greedy, but this is about using the goal as a momentum builder and the habits of the fuel for that momentum, if anything else. And so, you know, being able to examine yourself and say, well, how am I going? Am I diligently applying myself to this? Am I getting the job done? Am I making progress day in and day out toward that that I want or that I'd like to become or whatever the goal may be? That's the whole purpose of self-examination. Not leaving it to your seventy and you're sitting in a rocking chair going, "Gee, I could have done this. I wish I had." Time's already gone.
1: Sure, it becomes very important, especially if you are resolute on hitting goals, because as we know, every goal should have a time frame on it. Whether yep. it be, say, three months, I'm going to hit X and I'm going to do you know X, Y, Z along the way. Mm. I guess the question is, is how do you actually examine yourself? Does it come with journaling? Is it a mental reflection that you do every single day, do, do every single week? I mean, what, what's the mechanics behind that?
0: Look, it will vary from person to person. Some people are more excessive than others when it comes to this. Uh, and I think if we set the bar fairly low as a starting point, anybody can do this and then take as much as you want, leave what you don't. We'll show you how to ratchet it up to you know, Olympic strength as well. So one of the things that we advocate is for example, in the space of money, having a money date once a month where you go through, review the performance of your account, review your strategy. Are you getting where you expect it to be? And if not, what's been the, I suppose, using the technical term, the analysis of variation? What's been the variation that's got you away from the goal that you want? And more importantly, how can you fix it? So at the minimum, once a month is important to do that. A lot of people do it once a year when they set their New Year's resolutions and invariably you've busted eight, nine months of the year, wasted by not being able to correct the path of action early enough. So minimum once a month, some people weekly. And that's the great thing about the journal system we use, Winning the Game Journal, unashamed plug, absolutely fantastic. New, uh, new updated, re-edited version two coming that. very shortly. Um, using that uh, uh, on a weekly basis to say how effective was I this week to the point where you can drill down to literally on a daily basis. How effective was I today in getting towards my goal? And you and I like to play at that daily micro level, purely and simply because days build into weeks, build into months, build into years, build into life. And I think if you can distill it down to that every day, you can be pretty hard on yourself to say, am I getting closer to my goal or am I getting further away from it? There's no standing still in this either because if you've wasted a day, it's not that you haven't got close to your goal, you're actually further away because you wasted that time. Sure. Mm.
1: It's it's a really interesting topic because it's as much as it's it's fairly concrete in what we should be doing. The actual yeah. mechanics of how to do that is the next question. So yeah. I know we talked about winning the game, which is a goal setting journal, time management mm. system. What about for someone who is starting from more square one? Mm. I mean, can you start just by broadly journaling your days, you know, what what did you do well today? What are you going to do better tomorrow as, yeah. as an example?
0: I think quick. that's always an important thing to do and again that self-examination. You know, one of the crucial things that we all get, and it doesn't always feel that we get that choice, You know, especially if, you, if you're an employee or if you're a partner of somebody or if you've got kids, sometimes it can feel that you don't have necessarily control of your time because there are other things that, that pull on that. But very clearly, sitting down at the end of each day and going, or at the end of each week, going, okay, how did I spend my time? The, the time that I got to choose how I spent, did I use it productively or did I use it non-productively? And it's incredibly important to be brutally honest with this. You know, if you spent five hours scrolling um, aimlessly on Google at stuff, if that was something you timetabled in that was something you wanted to do, that's not wasted time. But if it was a habit that you fell into because you were bored, that's wasted time. So there's a subtle distinction there. Um, You know, and I do think it's, and this sounds really anal in terms of, you know, surely you just want to live your life and colour outside the lines. There's plenty of time to do that as well. but this is about big picture stuff, big, audacious goals, I'm sure we'll get onto a little bit later on. And the way to, to, to kick big goals is to micromanage yourself day in and day out as your own performance coach to make sure you're on point. So we're going to do an example on that. say your goal in the trading and investing space, gig, is to use um, your account and grow it, um, which is, you know, I want to grow my wealth is a goal for most Makes people. Makes sense, yeah. Now, there are two ways you can do that, and I'm sure we'll dig into this in a bit more detail. There are vertical goals. Uh, in terms of stretches and then there are horizontal in terms of, uh, of taking uh, that process forward and a vertical goal might be look, okay, you might on average be trading five grand on it on, on a position, your vertical goal might be to make that six grand or seven grand or eight grand or 10 grand. So it's more activity, but in the same channel, so to speak, a scale up, so a scale up. Exactly right. No different to lifting weights. You know, if you bench press 100 kilos and your next week is 110, 115, 120, it's still a bench press. But it's the weight uh, that's increasing, so it's vertical. Losing weight might be, okay, you're looking to lose a couple of kilos a month and and breaking that down. So it's it's in that one channel. That's a vertical example. Now, when it comes to a stretch goal, we can also go out horizontally, and that's doing new things, i.e. learning a new trading strategy. So if your goal is to work your account a bit harder, in what we do, cash flow on demand, it might be, I'm looking to increase my position size in my cash flow on demand trades uh, to get more income. But at the same time, I'm also looking to bolt on a new strategy to that with a small allocation of money to get that small allocation working harder and then bolt on another strategy to that and starting to spread your knowledge on the horizontal scale as well.
1: Which we can do through our advanced options program, of course.
0: Absolutely. Again, taking that back to an example at the gym, it might be that you just do weights, you're trying to get fitter as well. So maybe you do half an hour on the bike or 20 minutes on the treadmill. That's a horizontal as opposed to lifting more weight on the vertical.
1: Sure, and I think you, you really come to that crossroad when you do properly self-examine to mm. say whether you're on track or you're off track. Yep. Now let's start with the example that you are on track. You've examined yourself, you say, oh, I am really close to hitting my goals, I'm doing everything I said I was going to do. That's where the notion of stretch goals comes in. Now thanks very much to Andrew B, we won't mention his last name, mm. great idea, we chat all the time, he's one of our clients here. He mentioned stretch goals and some that he's trying to hit himself. He
0: should know all about stretching is a physio. He so is he's... <laughs> a physio, exactly. So he knows
1: all about it. Absolutely. What what are stretch goals and why are they important? Look,
0: the worst thing that can happen is plateauing. Yeah, and again, if you think about getting fitter or losing weight, most people have been down this pathway. You can move along, you can see you're making progress, and all of a sudden it just stops and you kind of flatline. Um, working your account in the trading space, you're working really hard and then it just you get comfortable with it and it stops having that dynamic feel good factor to you because it's becoming the norm that you're doing that now and and, and I take a pretty hard view on this you're either growing or you're dead there's no (laughs) yeah as a person you're either growing your skills growing your wealth growing your relationships growing your knowledge whatever it might be you have to be growing something and if you're not growing you're dead there's no I'm not growing anymore You, you you can make that decision where every day you become better at something And I think this is a really good example and if you've set yourself a goal, let's say it's a regular saver and obviously with clients that are in this space and maybe your goal might be to save an extra $1,000 a month, for the next six months you save $1,000. And you could continue to do that through the year but you've now built up the habit, the behaviour to be able to save a grand a month.
1: It becomes easy, right? It becomes
0: easy and you get bored because you're not stretching yourself and so that's where a stretch goal might come in to say let's make it $1,200 instead. And it's not being greedy. It's a question of engaging the brain. And when you really understand the psychology of how we work, and look, we're men, we're pretty simple creatures. <laughs> but at the same time, there is a level of complexity to understanding people's motivation. And you have to tap into that innate desire to want to grow as a person. And, and that's hugely important. That's where stretch goals really kick in. If, you, if you're resting on your laurels, if you're coasting, that's no good because it becomes ultimately something that you'll, um, how can I put this, you'll get pretty jaded with in the end and it stops being fun and you give the whole thing away as opposed to continuing to build. And then it just becomes about the next thing and the next thing. And you've created a, 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 not a monster, but a flywheel of momentum that is continuing to want to build up and up and up. And provided what you're working toward is a good thing, that's outstanding you might have a bad habit and that flywheel might be building up in bad ways, in which case that's where you need to self-examine and say, hang on a minute, am i on track for my goals.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's use an example now, if you could please give us one AB of a horizontal and a vertical stretch goal. So maybe we use the gym, for example. Let's say your goal is to go to the gym four days a week Mm. and to scale it up vertically, you change it to five. Mm -hmm. What could be some horizontal examples. This is a really baseline example.
0: Yeah, so it might be then to increase new things in there. So if you're going to the gym four times a week, Adding in a day of stretching or Pilates or a, a pure cardio day where you go for a swim instead of you know, doing a run or a bike or whatever it may be um, is an example of adding a new skill set or silo to that. And it'll become the point where you know, those four days a week are still at the gym. And then that one day in the silo, the new silo of swimming becomes two days, three days. All of a sudden, you know, you're shredding and you go, you know, cardio is fantastic. Exists, yeah. and, and then the next thing will be, okay, well, what do I do from here? Uh, it might become a squad session, or it might be, okay, let's take up triathlon instead. Or I know the answer. Mm.
1: It's called the bag, the mm. big, hairy, the bag. audacious goal. Okay. And this so... is actually a thing. Mm-hmm. So I've discovered from my research a bag, a big, hairy, audacious goal let's chat about some of those
0: okay so you know on on the back of that if we're talking about like a a vertical for a moment it might be um if you're talking about fitness for example it might be setting yourself a personal best or or records in some way shape or form give you a good example of that way back in the olden days uh when i used to play rugby um we had a 30s 40s yeah 1930s or in my 30s (laughs) come on and um when i was in my early 20s the club i played at we had a we used to have the concept two rower and we sort of two and a half K challenge pre-training, okay? And we got that down to like seven minutes, 40, seven minutes, 50. Very cool. And there was the leaderboard and, and you'd push yourself to the point because there's a lot of ego involved at that stage. And, and ego is not a bad thing if, you, if you're using its leverage on yourself. That's important to understand, again, this sort of psychology, using your ego, failure is a terrific lever on it. You know, if your mate that you're that you train with is, is torching you on that, you know, your ego is pretty bruised. So you're going to a couple of quiet sessions on your own to pick up your fitness tour, you can win that particular challenge sure. very very ego driven thing but ego can be a very positive thing if you channel it properly so you know there's an example of the vertical um, on, on the horizontal it might be that you're adding new skills into your repertoire um, as I say you know using um, you know sport as an example or exercise um, you know I used to hate running uh, I like distance running I'm Fine, doing some running with training but I used to hate distance running so I've got in the habit I'd do 5K a night. This is before my knees finally retired on me, but um, 5K a night every night, and then Sundays I'd do a 15K. -er, And that would be me every day. And if I didn't do it, I got really cranky because you didn't get that endorphin release. Okay, so here we are, maybe six months in or a year in, where you are running every day, and you're going, okay, I could be doing more than this. So now those horizontal goals are also becoming a vertical, going, okay, why don't you do a half marathon or a marathon or whatever it might be. So you can then take it out and then up. Now, if you think about that from an area perspective, if you're just going up, you're increasing your size, you're growing. Not physically in terms of size, but the, the size of the column is growing. Sure. If you then take it horizontally and then up, the whole area is growing too. So your personal growth in that space is massive as measured by the amount of space you're taking
1: up. You've got buildings going up everywhere, Absolutely. right? Yeah, and
0: this is, this is a bit sort of weird by our normal sort of standards and and, and you know, and you, we could do a nice little PowerPoint on this. But hopefully people get the idea that you know, you're not in a box, you're not in a pigeonhole. Just because you're starting out, as an investor is perfect because if you're starting out it's very very easy to grow from there but you must make sure you continue to grow, continue on your learning, continue on your doing and then fleshing out your experience as well on this on this axis as well. So that might be to master technical analysis, become a Gibbs or it might be to understand more about fundamentals and become a, a news junkie to the point where you've got a really really good bead on what you're doing that you're starting to make your investment decisions yeah, you know, as much on that as you are on the charts, for example, and and, and all the while you're increasing the area uh, or volume of growth that you've got, you're becoming more confident as an investor, and you'll want to put more money in the market and get a better result from it. Sure. You know, yeah, these things stretch and take us where we need to be.
1: It makes total sense. And the, the, the whole concept of it is applicable to any walk of life, but specifically for money, for us, it works very, very well. Yeah. Let's flip this on its head now. We said at the very beginning, there's, there's kind of two outcomes after you've self-examined, the I'm on track and I'm mm-hmm. setting stretch goals, or... I'm off track. Now, mm. for anyone who self-examines and you have to be hard on yourself, as you said, mm. to say, OK, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not following the process. Mm. Does that require a re-evaluation? Where do you go to?
0: Re-evaluation is a nice way of putting it. I tend to be a bit harder on myself than that. But Hushman. yes, yeah. um, there's some penance to pay. If you're off track, the, the first thing to really look at is why am I off track? Now, it could be down to a few factors. One, the thing that you want to be on track for just isn't juicing you. It's not exciting enough. It's not engaging you, in which case you need to set a different goal or different motivation behind that goal. Or the the, the second reason for not being on track is you're just being lazy and not applying yourself and you haven't engaged. Um, That emotional leverage we talk about, you know, whenever you set a goal, make it as personal as you can and use as much emotional leverage on yourself to make it happen. If you miss that step... There's no real consequence to missing it. It doesn't feel bad. You know, I just haven't done my exercise there. It doesn't feel bad. Whereas if you've put huge emotional pressure on yourself to do something, when you don't do it, it's going to sting a little bit. You know, having a training buddy is a good example of that, where you know you let your partner down because you didn't make it. Sure. They want to the phone. Hey, what happened? Yeah. Let me down. And 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 that that, that sort of accountability is extremely important. So two metrics: either, yeah, you know, if you're not moving forward, evaluate does the goal that you've set juice you. Secondly, do you have an emotional buy into that? And, and putting those two things right normally will get you back on track. Um, you know, if you're not a goal oriented person, hey, you would have already clicked off this podcast by now, and that's fine by me. That's okay. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, if you're not a goal oriented person, this is all just flapping your gums and woo-woo rubbish. Um, if you're someone that is goal-oriented, as I say, you've got to work on why are you not on track. And I've just finished reading a great book. It's called Indistractable and it's fascinating and it's a really good practical guide. I'd recommend it to to anybody that's serious about achieving their goals because what it helps you do is build up certain drills to stop you getting distracted. That's the biggest challenge for most people in working toward a goal is getting distracted with other things, other stuff that's shinier, or they're very poor at managing their time, or they don't know how to say no when someone tries to hijack their time. Um, And and that book is excellent at giving you some really good coping mechanisms is the wrong word, but effectively that's what it is. Some skill set to keep you on track. But the thing it's gonna keep you on track for is the thing that's important to you. So do the work and work out what the goal is there for in the first place, and whether or not it's important to you. And if it is, that book will help massively keeping you in place.
1: It makes sense because anything that's important to you will become a priority. And having that so. unwavering um, you know, commitment to that Absolutely. intrinsic motivation mm. is, is what keeps yeah. you on the track. So to finish off this broadcast, oh. AB, we talk about fueling the fire, because mm. ultimately that's what achieves goals. And you talk about that emotional leverage. Mm. Self-evaluation is great. How do you use it to then take yourself further? And further and further
0: <laughs> um, okay let's look at this on a couple of levels rather than going <laughs> hardcore straight yeah. off the bat I think there, there are two things there's a stick and a carrot in life and I think when you do your self-examination um, you've got to evaluate the carrot that goes alongside which is the the thing that's driving you towards but sometimes tapping into something that's our away value um, is also very very interesting to understand so if there's some pain over here people oftentimes will do more to avoid pain than they will do things to try and attain pleasure So use that negative vibe of something that you're trying to avoid and really focus on it. Say, look, if I don't get my act together, I'm going to get this pain. This thing I don't want is short. It might be dying broke, for example, or not being able to provide for your family or having to work 70 hours a week because you can't buy your time back or or running around um, always covered up because you're embarrassed to take your shirt off or whatever it might be. That pain point here you can use as a terrific foil. Right? And then you've got your carrot over here, which is the goal, the positive, the shiny, nice thing that you want to. Those two things used in balance can be very, very helpful. And, and, and if you look at different, um, you, know, th- you know, through history, people have used those both sides of that coin very, very effectively. Most people, when they set goals, just use the carrot. They don't use the stick. If the carrot's not working, get the stick out and use it on <laughs> yourself um, and, and, and use it hard. Because ultimately, you know, who's going to suffer most if you don't get to what it is that you want? And remember, it's your goal, it's not somebody else's. We don't set goals for other people, we set them for ourselves. That's how we can have that emotional buy-in, that emotional commitment, that desire to roll the sleeves up and single-mindedly focus on getting that, being flexible in our approach, but absolutely resolute in what we want. And when we're not getting there, going, i I'm not on track, is it because I'm doing something wrong or is it because I'm doing nothing? <laughs> if it's something wrong, you can adjust your strategy, you can be flexible. If it's because you're doing nothing, that's a motivational issue and you need to either engage more of the shiny stuff, which probably hasn't worked because it didn't get you going in the first place, or open that dark chest of drawers and pull out a whole big bunch of pain, Dave Goggins style, give me pain, Ooh, yeah. and push you along and get your backside into gear. Stay hard. Assuming it's something you want. And if it's something that's not important to you, it's the wrong goal. Sure.
1: Look, that, that's a really hard way to look at it, but it, it really does work. Hmm. And I know that because I follow you and hmm. you're a great mentor in this space because I know how obsessed you are with goals, and so hmm. am I. So, Look, that, that really concludes our broadcast. I think we finished that there because that's a cracking way to finish. Self-examination, as we know, super important, and you can use it to fuel the fire in a very positive it, way.
0: It, it, it's, it's a positive. This might come across. I know, you know we, we typically are talking about trading, what's going on in markets. That's all nice stuff, but if you haven't got your backside in gear to actually get off your butt and do something to make the most of all of the information we provide, well, you're wasting your time. Yeah, and that's the most precious thing we have. And I'm so, my pet hate in life is wasted time. It is one thing more than anything that will rile me and get me crankier than anything of people feel that waste it. my time, right? <laughs> and, and and so, if you're in this space, if you're in our ecosystem, if you're following our podcast stuff or our education or anything else that we do, these are all tools that will work, but you have to do them. And if you can't get off your backside and actually apply it, and we just had some clients last week. Who are very much in that case they haven't got off their backside and done anything and they're wondering why nothing's happening you've got to look at what's gone wrong in here and is it because of the system no because the system works it's because there's no engagement in the reason for wanting to get there the motivation's not there they go oh yeah, we want to make more money well they don't want that enough because they haven't done anything sure you know carrot making more money is great maybe they need to look at the other side of it and go well if you don't change and do something this is what your future looks like which is very painful and unpleasant and nasty and won't change and will make you decidedly unhappy, unfulfilled, depressed and probably not even together in a relationship. All pretty bad stuff. Or do a little bit of work, move towards this and get the outcome you want. Now I'm not sure which side of that set of scales is heavier for them at this point in time. Hopefully it doesn't matter which way around it is. As long as it moves them further along the line toward their goal and then once they start to kick it, they get that momentum. We can then help them stretch it as we have for thousands of people. Fantastic, it is just a process. And even though this is really woo woo and it's all the mindset stuff and it's all understanding your intrinsic needs as a person and all the labels we can put on, it's dead simple, work out what you want, Set a game plan in play to get it. Be resolute in your determination to have it. Be flexible in the approach that you need to take. And if you're not getting there, look at why. Is it because the strutter you're using isn't right? Or are you just not engaged enough? In which case, amp up massively the emotional motivation to get you there, and it will work out. There we go. Pretty simple, really, right? It's
1: pretty simple. Thanks very much, AB. Great way to finish. Massive advice, there. Thank you
0: so much. Absolute pleasure, anytime. There you have it guys. Stretch goals and self-examination incredibly important. Make sure you give us a review and a rating so we can get the message out there. And we'll see you next week's show.